welcome to Life of the Party, the Delphos Saga. I'm Nyx, your DM. We are Nyx Rising. Are you ready to go? Yes, please! Cute title sequence! We catch up with our party in a centaur camp in the hills behind the town of Eris Minorix. Having found the centaurs and completed a task set out to prove themselves, and then assisting in clearing out a harpy nest in one of their ancient tombs. The leader of the centaurs, Kalifna, aided Maze and the others in reaching the border ethereal, the crossover of planes between the material realm and the ethereal plane. They communicated at long last with Maze's ghost, found out what he wanted, and possibly some secrets about Maze's past that had not been remembered. And in doing so, level up to seven. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Finally! 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 Tasty level up. Tasty hit points. Tasty hit points. Because that's all I get. <laughs> New spells. Sneak attack. Students, you have stayed the night with Khalifna and the centaurs at their camp. The morning rolls around and breakfast is served to you, a sort of simple breakfast of dried meats and fruits and then is it the tiger do we get to eat the tiger you do <gasps> yes you do get to try a that piece was, of saber tooth tiger that was some quick curing <laughs> you can have a, a nice fresh piece of saber tooth tiger a nice fresh tiger steak for breakfast mm. <laughs> tiger is the tiger buffet <laughs> <laughs> it's making me hungry we're <laughs> coming out here with our niche memes <laughs> Uh, Khalifna comes over to you and bows his head. Bow back. We've decided we can give you passage back to the town. Are you sure? Of course. Oh, thank you, that's very appreciated. Thank you very much. Yeah. The hills can be confusing. We want to make sure you get back safe. We appreciate that. It's very kind of you. <clears throat> Omesos, Leleo and I will ride you back. Okay. When you say ride, <laughs> this is not something we offer easily, but we'll take one of you each. Okay. Well, thank you. <clears throat> okay, whenever you're ready. I believe we're ready whenever. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you for your hospitality. Thank you for your help. <laughs> You've made allies here today. He gathers up Ormesos and Leleo and the three of them like get down, sort of like on their haunches. <laughs> Respectfully climb aboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You climb aboard and, and Khalifa turns to you who's on his back at Chris and <clears throat> Have any of you ever ridden before? Yeah. Uh, yes, but not like this. Like twice. Forget everything you know. Oh. Just hold on and do not kick your heels in or I will throw you off. I wouldn't dream of it. <clears throat> sort of stands up slowly off the ground. <laughs> um, and the other two do as well. When they're up, it kind of feels weird. It's not quite the gait of a regular horse. Um, but, you know, you're up there securely with your things. It stands taller, like the centaur's hindquarters stand taller than a regular horse as well. So you're sort of looking down at the ground, your legs just dangling freely. Okay. Don't fall off. 
<laughs> Wouldn't dream of it. And the three centaurs take off at speed <laughs> down the side of the hills. Uh, like into a canter, into a gallop, heading down the dusty hills. It feels completely different to riding a horse, but more than anything, you're just clinging on, desperate to not slide off the back of this man. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit uncomfortable, lying like, tenderly to waste. Yeah. Uh, it's a Chuck Tingle novel. <laughs> And you head back through the hills much faster than you approach up here. And they ride you down to the border of the town, sort of where they can stop and be unseen by the townsfolk. And you can see the town just sort of a quarter mile off um, and let you down. Thank you. Thank you, I think. (laughs) Definitely thank you, that was exhilarating. Just thanks for everything. We do hope this works out for you. More than you could ever know. Thank you. <laughs> and if I think you ever need of us again, don't hesitate to contact us. Mm-hmm. And us. Appreciate it. He bows his head one more time and they turn and ride off into the hills. Um, you watch them go, sort of tails flicking out behind them, dust coming up under their feet and think, Wow, we were just riding that. <laughs> uh, wow. Well. You're back at the town of Eris Minoris. Um, we should see when the next ship is going out to to the mainland. Definitely. Yeah. Um, can we just can we just make one stop first? Okay. Wherever would you want to go? Uh, just just follow. <laughs> I want to find a massage parlor. <laughs> <laughs> make an investigation check. Dang. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay takes you another like half hour or so of wandering around the town streets made saying just follow and then just sort of helplessly wandering around the streets Same trying to find it going. not going anywhere in um, particular and Pandora just whispering just, so, so do you think do you think it's uh <laughs> but you do eventually find a down a back street not like a not like a like tiny back street but just not a main <laughs> part of the town a small wooden fronted shop um, with a sign that says salon and a like wooden carved sign hanging out the side of it to satyr girls dancing around a pole not like a pole pole but like a maypole <laughs> what kind of massage parlour is this? <laughs> down around a maypole thank you <laughs> there's a sign saying open ding 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 we follow. <laughs> um, and looking up from the counter, you see what you are immediately able to judge must be their mother. Like an older satyr woman with like more, like longer blonde hair and thick waves coming all the way down to her waist. Just like a small white top um, sat behind the counter. Uh, fluffy ears sort of prick up and oh. turn. Hi. Can I help you? Um, is Sesu here? She is. Can I speak to her, please? Do you have an appointment? No. What's your name? Maze. You see her eyes like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just wait here. Okay. She turns and disappears down a corridor behind the counter. I like super complicated when you read that voice. <laughs> it's very attractive. <laughs> you 
three are left alone for a few minutes. Don't. We're not! No. He is. What am I doing? Just... Just... Just, just play cool. I didn't do anything. I'm just looking at you. I didn't say, I've not said a single thing since we've got in here. You're making me more nervous than I need to be right now. Just by existing? Wow. <laughs> we can leave. You don't have to. No, no, okay, don't. Yeah, we can leave. Yeah, no, we need really no, no, don't. As you're messing with Maze, you hear the sound of multiple hooves coming back down the um, down the corridor. Shh, play cool. Oh, shut up. <laughs> and out comes the mother, followed by Throg. And then Setu, who comes out and comes flying past the counter, like lifts it up, comes running out. Maze! Hi! <laughs> jumps on you and puts her arms around your neck. <laughs> Just a little hug. Hi! Hi! Um, sorry we didn't come back sooner. We had business in the hills. That's okay. You said you were gonna go up there. I didn't think you'd be back this soon. Well, gotta get back to school and studying and stuff, so... Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, exams and whatnot. Um, can I talk to you outside for a second? Sure. You see her sister just... Huh? <laughs> and then the mother, like, batter around the ear. <laughs> so she follows you outside. Yeah, I'll hold her hand. <laughs> oh, are we staying in here? I'm guessing. Yeah. Sleep into it. Yeah, um, I'll just take her outside and just sort of be like, so, uh, so, so, you're really cute, and the other night was really fun, and I need to go back to Erin to study mm. and stuff, but you see, it's completely like deflates, but. I can visit. Yeah. Um, if you wanted to, like. If you wanted to. Give something a try. Are you asking me out? Yeah. Do you... Like properly. <laughs> Just give a hand, a little squeeze. Yes, I'm asking if you would like to be my girlfriend. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> Is there a window? Yes. <laughs> ah, the tableau. You can now see these two against the window. Her back is to the window. Just try and poke her face. Well, yeah, obviously. Oh. Sweet. Cool. <laughs> so um, you have to go now. Well. We need to find out when the next boat is, so we'll be in town for a little while until... I'll come to the docks with you. I'd like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should spend spend a bit more time together. Let me just tell, tell my sister she's got to come my shift. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we spin around very fast. <laughs> like, well casual. As she, like, shoots by, I'll just be, like, on the cheek. Oh. <laughs> she comes inside, stands with her back to the door. Looks over at you two and is like, <laughs> Good news. I'm just gonna hang out with you guys for a bit. I like that. Oh. Goes over to the counter and her little tail is oh. very excited. Oh. 
throat. You wouldn't mind covering my shift, would you? Yes, that's just like. Uh huh. Pretty please. <laughs> LLU covered shifts for six months. Uh huh. <laughs> mm. And some cake. Fine. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> Looks up at you, and you can see that she's not actually bothered at all. <laughs> okay, great. Let's go then. Um, bye, mom. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Bye. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> And she leaves the two of you back outside. It's like, okay. Okay, let's let's go. Sure. Do the dogs? Yeah. Okay. I walk slow. Oh. <laughs> we are meandering our way to the dogs. And we're all sort of pull acre a bit ahead. Yeah. <laughs> you pull acre a little bit ahead. These two lingering behind, holding hands. Sort of like, I feel like a third and fourth wheel on a bicycle. Mm. <laughs> That's um, a car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as you're heading back through as you're heading back through the town square where the festival was, which is now all completely cleared, you see that it's just like cobbled streets again and this big statue where you met the bard and then like this wide open stretch of square with none of the festival events up anymore. Uh, but you do catch a glimpse of a couple of Delphos uniforms mm. heading down towards the docks. Is it only now? He's going to whistle straight away. Um, the first person turn around, you see a hobgoblin, probably mid twenties. Um, you would recognise this when you get a few steps further as Theron Esperes, who is a mm. hobgoblin in your house. Um, they are. Lean, about 5'9", very athletic body, dark brown hair with an undercut, pulled into a neat plait all the way down one side, uh, yellow eyes and really dark red fur, and white freckles. Aww. Um, as you turn around and whistle, they sort of look and see you and go, huh. Hey! And you see the, uh, them sort of stop the other two. So with them you see, a fire genasi with dark ashen skin, cracks of reddish orange light showing through it, like mm. a volcano. Yes. Like lava under magma that's already cooled. Um, she stands about 5'8, bright orange eyes, and her hair in long, thick dreadlocks that go from black to sort of reddish at the end, like oh, yeah. lit coal. She has like a thick, stocky sort of body type, and there's like little trinkets and twine wrapped into her dreads. Also with them, much shorter, a sort of mid 20s half elf. Soft features, slender, looks quite young, um, like sort of late teens. She has long red hair braided behind her back, bright blue eyes, pale skin. Um, as she turns around, you catch the sight of a a scar on her collarbone, and she comes up to like here, like below <laughs> the shoulder of the other two. Um, the whole goblin waves, and they stop and wait for you to catch up. Do we do we know the other two at all? Like, um, what uniforms are they wearing? And so. Theron the Hobgoblin was wearing Kalidas, Atalia is wearing Alvertus, and you would probably know of her just for her uniqueness mm. of her appearance. Is that the Fire Ganassi? The Fire Ganassi, yeah. What was the name of the Fire Ganassi again, sorry? Atalia. The third one, you, you might know vaguely by name, her name is Alkyone Karas. Um, she is a third year Andrew student. So you might have seen her around in the infirmary or in some of your shared classes. Mm -hmm. 
Theron, hi. Hi. How's it going? We heard you guys were out on a contract. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, some of the task said that other students have been through. Yeah, we've we've just cleared up, we're going back. Well, we should go back together, Max. We're heading back too. Good idea. Sure. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. You, but you guys all done? You ready to leave? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What were you guys doing, if you don't mind us asking? Oh, we were um, dealing with a... We can tell you about it while we walk. Come on, let's go. Sure, sure. As we walk, I'll introduce myself to all of them. Yeah, they introduce themselves <laughs> properly. Yeah. yeah, they introduce themselves properly as well. And Theron whistles as you're walking, and a small black kite bird flies mm. down and mm. lands on their shoulder. Oh, cute. Um, they tell you that the kite is called Alario. <laughs> you make your way back through the town towards the docks, and as you're walking, the three of them explain between them that they've been inland, closer to Eris Majorix where they've been negotiating with a clan of bollywogs. <laughs> please tell me how that went, please. Um, they all sort of laugh between them, and then Natalia is like, well. <laughs> Turns out they'd been making some havoc in Eris Majorix, um, but they decided they'd been sort of swept out of there and they were making their way over here, hoping to raise some hell. Um, <clears throat> but, we were just gonna try and convince them to leave, I don't know, send them on their way, we didn't really wanna, you know, disrupt their clan. But it turns out that Eris Majorix actually encouraged them to come here. Do you know there's like a huge rivalry between these two towns? No. no. Well, yeah, big, big rivalry, and they were actually sending the Bollywoods to this town to like smash some shop windows and huh. cause some hell. So what did you do? <laughs> the, um, the small half-elf sort of pipes up. She's playing with her long red braid as she does. Well, we just, you know, we just peacefully talk to them and convince them to go find a new home. That's great. It took a while, but, you know, they didn't really want to do any actual harm. They were just... You have to cause a ruckus. Yeah. Oh, good job if you managed to get it all done. That's awesome. <laughs> Especially That's... without any fighting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nobody even raised a weapon. That's all so, good. Awesome. It felt good. That's really impressive. Thanks. She looks, she's sort of flustered <laughs> at being told that she's done a good job. Oh. <laughs> um, we were told we could get uh, one of the fishing boats back. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I don't know what time you'll be leaving or anything, so I guess oh. if we ask around at the docks. Yeah. I'm sure you're in no hurry to uh, move on just yet. No, it's all right. Atalia is like little flickers of spark under her skin. Like, yeah, who is this? Uh, this is my girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> 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 Everyone's like, <laughs> 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 like, I didn't know you had a girlfriend. Oh, I do now. And Dora's like, be cool, be cool. <laughs> Nice to meet you. <laughs> Are you gonna be bringing her to the winter symposium? That's a really good idea. That's a really good idea. Sesu? That means you wanna come to our school dance? We did say you should come to Aaron at some point. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, I... Yeah! Yeah, I mean... That would be great! If you can get the time off, that'd be... That'd be real nice. Yeah, yeah let me just think. 
It's in a couple of weeks, isn't it? After all the exams are done. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure Throat can cover my work. <laughs> <laughs> you just owe her another six months and yeah. another little cake. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's, yeah, I would, I would love to. I've never been to a, like a proper symposium. It's really fun. <sighs> mm-hmm. yeah, we should go sit at the end of the pier. Yeah. Let's go do that. Yeah, we'll go and see when the next boat is. Yeah, just... Yeah, we'll grab you whenever. Or just send me one of your messages. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see you in a bit, Sazu. See you. <laughs> we'll leave them to it. <laughs> the other three sort of follow you, and um, Alki only sort of sidles up next to you guys. And like, so what were you out doing? Um, we ended up doing quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, we were just clearing out some harpies from a tomb. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, that's a... Yeah, unfortunately I don't think they wanted to talk. <laughs> no, like there was no negotiating with them. No, I hear that harpies are really nasty. They're awful. Yeah, so... But you know, nothing too special. We killed a couple of saber-toothed tigers. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Wow. They, they plot the necklace with the tooth on it, just like, look how big that is! <laughs> yeah, they attacked our camp in the middle of the night. I don't think I've ever seen anything that big. Yeah, it was like, pretty huge. Pandora did such a good job taking them down. Icarus did such a good job taking them down. And Maze was kick-ass. As you're saying this, Icarus, you notice that the fire Jurassic is looking at Pandora like, Yeah, I bet. Hello? <laughs> Icarus, tell them about your pet. <laughs> okay, so I met this turtle. <laughs> and first it had mad beef with me. <laughs> Like, it bit me for no reason. So I spent like two hours and tamed it. And then became a friend. Yeah, Icarus is his own familiar now. You're saying this to the ranger. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's the most funny at the time. I bet it's one of those you had to be though things. It, it kind of, I guess it kind of was. Yeah. <laughs> Even while you were there, it wasn't that funny, but like... <laughs> Why tell me to talk about it then? <laughs> I'm gonna find a boat. <laughs> Theron continues up the pier, sort of calling to a few of the fishermen and trying to flag down a boat. The fire genesis is very amused at your exchange. Um, <laughs> Italia, she's just watching like... <laughs> anyway, Italia, how have your studies been recently? Oh, you know, I'm... Doing really well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that you do really, really well in some of your studies, in well, some of your classes, so. I heard that you're probably finishing up this year, so. Potentially. Maybe then someone else will have a chance to be top of the class. Well, I mean, yeah. Everyone's got the chance to be top of the class. <laughs> no, I. That came across rude. You're really great at what you do. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but yeah, like. Potentially, I mean, we still have to pass, you know? We might not pass. True. Yeah, there's still a lot of hurdles to fall at. Yeah, we've already done the first task so far. And the um, the other exam schedule should be up when we get back. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, for the written stuff. Okay. Yeah, I've been waiting for that. Yeah. Well, uh, just gotta get some more studying done. It'll be fine. We can study on the boat back. Yeah, yeah we've got a couple of classes together, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was planning to do some reading on the way back. Oh, we can do some stuff then? Why not? <clears throat> and if you wouldn't mind, maybe... I've got a couple of classes you did last year. 
Yeah. If you wouldn't mind, like, I don't know, helping me out a bit? Yeah, of course. That'd be no problem. <laughs> Great. Sure. I'd really appreciate that. <laughs> no worries. We can talk through that when we get on the boat. Nice. That's why you see Theron coming back up. I found a ship. Oh yeah? When does it go? Um, ten minutes or so. Okay. I will send a message to Maze. Both in ten minutes. <laughs> Say your smoochy goodbyes. <laughs> <laughs> Internally, Maze is like, on the outside, they're just like, poke my face. <laughs> <laughs> is everything okay? Uh, just got my, uh, Pandora just sent me a message. We've got to go in ten minutes. Oh. At least I'll see you again soon. Yeah, exactly. And, um, we can write. Yeah, I'd like that. Yeah. I'll send you little messages from school and how the exams are going. And you can tell me about <laughs> stuff that's going on in the town and what you're getting up to. Yeah, same old, same old boring stuff. <laughs> Which uh, same client has come into the massage parlor today. <laughs> I'm sure you have some stories. I love to hear them. Maybe you will. I like that. Well, I won't keep you from your friends. Okay. But I'll see you soon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna kiss a goodbye. Smooches goodbye. Smooches goodbye. <laughs> Give that tail a little flick. You're able to catch up with the others down the end of the pier. And it's sort of, you see like a, a long fishing vessel, not quite as not quite as well crafted as the merchant ship that you came over on because it's clearly not meant to go as far um, but it is heading up to Erin with barrels and barrels of fish that have been caught recently um, mm. it's a nice, nice smell smelling great. boat mm. um, <laughs> you can see you can see that like, Theron is unbothered um, sort of reaches into the barrel and flicks a fish to the kite um, <laughs> it was a really small one but Atalio climbs on, looking down at the water, and is like, <laughs> very quickly hurries to sort of the centre of the boat and sits there, away from the edges. Um, and Alcyone, fucking this fucking name, Alcyone sort of hops on. She's quite small, so she's like clambers over the side, um, into the middle, and it's like, I think it's like five copper each. Oh yeah, yeah, no problem. We will pay our way. You see this this grouchy, but like you know when an older guy is like grouchy but friendly. He's got a grumpy face, but then a big smile when you start talking to him. Yeah, like bushy bearded fisherman. Um, big bushy beard. <laughs> who asks if any of you are any good with boats, and then immediately ropes you into helping him with all the lines <laughs> and the sails. Icarus um, does it flawlessly. <laughs> As the as he starts like unroping the boat from the pier and like moving it onwards, you see that Sesu has actually come to walk down the pier. Oh, and like, see you later. Bye, bye, bye Sesu. Nice to meet you. And you, you, see you soon. So cute, what fuck? <laughs> oh, and the six of you all sort of settle down onto the deck of this fishing boat. Uh, it's not as comfortable as Io's merchant ship that you came over on, but. It's cheap passage, you're on your way back, and your time at sea passes this time without problem. Wait. <laughs> no more sharks. Yeah, I'll no more sharks. Natalia and like, go over with herself, any questions she's got. Partway through the journey, Alcione comes up to you soon and just sort of sits next to you, and then quite shyly asks you a few questions about 
healing magic and stuff. Um, I will share my knowledge. <laughs> she's just like, it's really nice to talk to you properly. Yeah, and you. I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but you come across quite mm, bouncy and unapproachable <laughs> at school. Um, but you're actually really, really, really nice and really impressive. Thank you. He is. He's very impressive. <laughs> All of you are. Talia's like, especially you. Adorable shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I just... I love the colour of your hair and... Yeah? I, I love the colour of yours. <laughs> Thank you. Like, the dress is so cool. Like... Thanks. <laughs> must take like so much care and attention to go into that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I will talk to Alcione. <laughs> I'm going to revise for advanced racial anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then I'll go into my revisions. Theron will probably come and settle next to you and be revising similar stuff, mm-hmm. and comparing notes with yeah, you. Yeah, just quietly respecting each other's space. Yeah. They don't really have much to say. You get the impression they're not a small talker at all. Mm-hmm. Not into that, but if there's something they need to ask you, they just lean over and ask. Yeah. Or point out something that they've spotted on your book like, oh yeah, I think that's really important. <laughs> As the, the kite like just circles the ship, lands on the top of the mast for a while. You sail on across the crystal sea, all the way back to Erin. Sleep on the ship overnight, just like bed rolls on the deck. And you reach Erin by lunchtime the next day. Nice. Cool. Andorra is very keen to get back, having realised, oh, the exam schedule's going to be posted any time. <laughs> ah. the, the six of you probably catch a cart back across the city and reach it's not your friend, it's not your <laughs> God. Now we're gonna be him again. Until <laughs> the end. We've banished him. <laughs> banished him, yeah. Big bad. Yeah, you catch your cart back across the city, um, you pay your one silver. <laughs> Don't have that! I'll pay fuels. <laughs> I can pay part of my gold. And you part ways with the other three on the steps of Delphos Academy. Am I really unapproachable? Like not, uh, not in the way that you think. Like when you hear the word appro- unapproachable, I think like you give off this aura of just being too cool. Like I feel like such. I don't know. I feel so lame. Like when I'm around you, because you're just like wow. The way I would put it is that you give out so much. There's like a wall huh. of your muchness. Like that's not a bad thing. But though. it's not a bad thing. Like, it's really hard to explain. It's like you're always at a 10, but sometimes people are at like a 5 when they want to talk to you. And it's hard to meet in the middle there. Yeah. But you're a good guy. Hmm. We should go revise. Yeah. Yep. Oh, we should see if there is a schedule up yet. Or... Yeah. Okay. Is there like a community notice board? <laughs> there is a front desk at the school. Um, there is a hobgoblin woman there called Fala. You know that she is like the secretary of the school. Mm-hmm. As you approach, she's like, Ah! I have mail. Oh. Oh. <clears throat> and she digs behind the desk. She digs out a letter for you, Pandora. Oh. And a parcel 
humid. Oh. 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 Okay. This is nice. Huh. Oh, we were just wondering about if the, the uh, schedule's gone up yet for the exams. Ah, yes. <clears throat> Which classes are you taking? And she flicks through. <laughs> God. Uh, she tells you. Pandora, your first exam, which is a short course exam, is coming up on the 2nd of Neverin. It's your advanced alchemy practical. What's the date currently? The date is currently the 27th of the month before. Oh god, it's like five days away. You've got five days. Oh god! <laughs> Pandora starts freaking out a bit. Like, oh, okay, I need to like go and study. Um, and the rest of your exams take place for all of you between the 8th and the 10th of Neverin, mm -hmm. which is like one or two a day, every day. Um, and then Icarus, your final one is on the 12th. You've okay. got like a crammed section of exams in the middle of like, essentially not next week, the week after. And then just your alchemy practical. <laughs> the alchemy practical is really big. It's like a six hour exam. Is there anything we can do to help you study for it? Not really. Like I need to like prepare for it like a lot beforehand. Like I need to make my own glass vials and things like that. She's like getting the, the jitters again. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> breathe. <sighs> Take it, don't breathe. In. And out. You've got this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Really big. I didn't realize it was coming up so soon. <laughs> You're gonna do amazing, Pandora. You'd ace all, all your classes. Yeah. I don't know. No, I really believe that. I think that you're incredibly talented. And you said earlier that you feel not cool next to me, but I feel not cool near you. You're super awesome. I'm so lame. <laughs> no. <laughs> Somehow you saying that only makes you cooler, right? <laughs> you're not. You've got this. You're so intelligent. Again, like, Both of you shut up! <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, what's watching your package? Um... Is it, like, can I tell who it's from? Uh, you see on the back, like, a postal sort of stamp from, it's from it's from Hashima. Probably from your parents. Oh! Mom and Dad. Oh! Sure, I'll... I'll just find some off to the side where I can like open it. But say, as you're looking around, you also notice that there are several students who've started putting up like notices advertising the winter ball. Um, and you see people like signing on to the, the committee to help with it and all sorts of things. Um, and this is like busy sort of around the school. It's quite, it's buzzing this morning. But you can make your way out to the benches in the quad and take a seat. Or open my parcel. You open up your parcel. There is a small letter on top and it says Dearest Mirror, we hope this letter finds you well. Your father and I wanted to send you your winter solstice gift early this year as it was so late last year. We hope you've been studying hard. Your father says there is no doubt of it, but I hope you find some time to enjoy yourself too. <laughs> we miss you. Perhaps we shall try and visit the mainland next year with your grandfather before he is too old to do it. Love you always, Mum and Dad. <laughs> Inside the parcel, you find the following. A silk kimono in burnished red, embroidered with delicate gold dragons and lotus flowers. A pair of black Hakama trousers. A few jars of green and jasmine tea. Um, some traditional wagashi sweets. 
<laughs> the new calligraphy inks. <laughs> a Daruma doll. <laughs> <laughs> and a smaller sealed envelope with eight gold pieces inside it. <laughs> oh, cute! Oh my god! I, uh, they always send me these little care packages every every year. That's so sweet. I guess the exams were so high on my mind that I kind of forgot about it. Hmm. Did they know you're doing your exams yet? Shit. <laughs> oh, is that a no? <laughs> I've forgotten so much <laughs> of just normal life. I need to write them a letter. Yeah, there's been a lot go. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot going on. He's inside now. Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. You're not bothering him. Great. Do you want to try some of the sweets? Yes. yes. So hand out the sweeties. What are they like? They're like hard sweets made with rice flour and a sweet bean paste filling. Um, shaped by hand into very beautiful decorative small shapes, typically flavoured with like fruit, mochi, anko, green tea. So they're, they're so not quite pretty. they're not quite as sweet as like cake or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But they're really pretty, Maze. They're so good. <laughs> it seems a shame to like eat it. No, do it. <laughs> you go past the bakeries and stuff at home, and there's always windows full of them. But they just look like decorations, so I guess if you didn't really know that they were sweets, you'd get a bit confused. They're really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always like the flower ones the best. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have to try some of the tea as well. Yes, please. Mm. It's real good. Definitely. And in exchange, I will let you try some of Laura Guy's tea. Yeah. I bet he makes good tea. Yeah, yeah he seems like a tea guy. Yeah. Alexander seems like a tea guy too. Do you think they all get tea together? Uh-oh. I wouldn't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, what's your letter? Yeah. Oh yeah. You sort of caught up in the exams thing. I forgot. Opens up a letter. <laughs> the letter for Pandora is a little bit longer. It says, in your older sister's handwriting, Hello, my darling Dora. Papa told me you got onto your final exam. I'm so proud of you. I know you're going to do incredibly well. I passed with flying colours and you're at least twice as smart as I am. <laughs> this is me sending you all the good luck you could possibly need. I don't want to steal any of your thunder, but you're not the only one with exciting news this week. I have two things to share. The first is work. Councillor Adamos has decided to extend my internship into a full-time contract. So guess who is now an official full-time advisor to the Council of Erin? The second thing is a little bit more exciting. I wanted to tell you in person, but things have just been too busy for me to get over to Delphos to see you in the last few weeks. Roy's proposed to me, I'm getting married. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> she screams when she reads that bit. We are having an engagement party next month, right after your school year ends. Please tell me you can come and bring anyone special to you, of course. Love you lots, Dora. Say hello to Alexander for me, Persephone. Okay. Yeah, my sister's engaged! Oh my god. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, oh. oh my god, I've been waiting for him to ask her! <laughs> How long has it been? How long has it been? They've been together for about two years. It's been like two years. You know that they were, like, they met in the academy, although you didn't meet him until, like, last winter. 
um, they yeah met right at the end of their studies and then they've been working together at the council. Yeah, like they met at Delphos and then now they work together and hmm. he's a really nice guy. Cute. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. Oh, congratulations to your sister. Thank yeah. you. And like she's having an engagement party. Oh, awesome. So you guys want to come? Like it's after exams and everything. Yeah, yeah sure. sure. Like I really want you to meet my family. <laughs> I'd love to meet your family. That'd be amazing. Yay! <laughs> Can't wait to meet your dad. Oh my god, my dad's the best! He's so nice. <laughs> Alright, well I suppose we better get... Um, yeah, it's time to study. It's time to go. Um, do you mind if we just, real quick, um, put that Vishima contract on hold with Celeste? Yeah, oh okay. yeah. Yeah, because I kind of yeah. made a promise. Yeah, sure. no, no, let's do that. Let's go do that. Yeah, quick. just real quick. As you head towards Sebastian's office, you are um, approached by a small male half-elf, um, slender frame, sandy blonde hair, deep green eyes, freckles, rather androgynous, um, wearing a house antarist uniform and holding like a pile of papers, and comes up to you and is like, sorry, excuse, excuse me. Hi. 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 I am, I'm Senric. Hi, Senric. <clears throat> I am on the planning committee for the winter symposium. Oh, awesome! Um, and I'm, you know, Master Bogoan, the dance teacher. Yeah. Kind of. Like vaguely, yeah. Well, they are doing extra dance classes ahead of the. Uh, sorry, no, <laughs> ahead of the 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 dance. Um, I'm trying to get people to sign up. Sure. Have you guys ever met Master Bogoan? No. No, but we should. Definitely have dance classes. They're very nice and they're very talented. Yeah, they're incredibly talented. Um, the classes are taking place next week before the main exam period. Every afternoon for anyone who wants them. So, have you got, so you guys have never done that? No. No. All right. Why not? Oh, well, I'll come with you. We can do it all together. Yeah. So, you, so you'll sign up? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? I used to do dance with Master Begoin anyway, so that would be really, really great. <laughs> And sort of holds out the papers, and it's like a list of names. It's like, mm. sure. I know it looks a bit reluctant. I I don't know. I like I wasn't really considering going to the symposium. No, come on, we gotta go. It's like the end of your thing, especially if we pass our exams. You know, it's gonna be the last big thing that we do here. I don't know. It's not really a thing. Like, sort of says it in a kind of aside, away from Cedric to the two of them. Like I hadn't been before, and then. Someone asked me last year, and then they stood me up, so, like, I don't know, it, it, it's not really anything. We'll go together, okay? Okay, if you guys really want to go that bad. Yeah, we'll make it a good night. We'll replace that bad memory with a good one. Okay. <laughs> she reluctantly signs up. <laughs> Thank you. No worries. Good luck getting more names. Yeah, thanks for asking us. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I'll see you guys around then. Sure. If there's anything else you need, just let us know. Thanks. Yeah. Good luck yeah. finding more people as well. Yeah. I'll see you at dance class. See yeah. See you So quickly hurries off with the papers. Like yes. Adorable. <laughs> 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 you make your way to Sebastian's office. Mm-hmm. Knock on the door, and he calls you inside. That's Rarard. Yes. Um, just wanted to double check with you. Um, when the contract for the Lords of Vishima was? Yes, of course. That is coming up very soon, actually. Is yeah. it about a week's time, if I remember correctly? Oh, ah, flips all of his papers. Now that we've got our exam timetables, we can... See if we can 
begin. Seems they are arriving on the fourth of Devon for three days. Okay. Okay. That's that's a gap between our tests, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it won't clash with your second task, um, as that's coming up sooner. When is that? I'm, I'm glad you came to me. Actually, that is <clears throat> the 29th. So two not days tomorrow, the day after. Your mentors have been asking to see you when you return from what you were doing. So okay, okay, okay. cool. Well, put the contract on hold. Absolutely. If you'd like to sign for it, say so you're definitely doing it. Yes, yes of course. <clears throat> you can, if you like, you can wait here, and I'll fetch your mentors to talk about your task, or you can find the blade. It's up to you. I mean, we're here. It's right here. Yeah. And for silver and for gold. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> you see him use what you realize must be some sort of enchanted, like, messaging stone and just speak three times, telling them that you are here in the office. Paging Cetra, could Cetra please come to my office? Cetra. Cetra. Hand on the stone. <laughs> Ding dong. Ding dong. <laughs> like the Dean in community. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Alexander, please come to my office. <laughs> I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. <laughs> um, you wait, and it's only like five, ten minutes or so before you're joined by your mentors. Um, and you're asked to take a seat in the office so they can talk you through your next task. And see, Citrus kind of like wants to know about what happened when you went away, but this is kind of pressing, so. Mm -hmm. Can I give her a bit of a wink to be like, it's good? <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian sits down, flips through his big contract book, and says, Right, this next task has been assigned to you as the diplomatic experience portion of your final exam. Okay. It's a contract that came in to us. We've decided it's weighted enough that it will be suitable. Okay. So, <clears throat> Lord Krios is a figurehead of agriculture in Erin. Do any of us know that name? Uh, make a history check. Twelve. That's a two, so seven. Fourteen. Fourteen. Pandora, you may have vaguely heard it before. He owns a lot of, like, olive farms and agriculture and livestock farms in, like, the stretches of irrigated farmland outside of the city. Okay. Um, but you never would have met him or anything no. like that. He's got the monopoly. Yes, you do. <clears throat> Lord Grius is hosting a banquet while searching for a suitor for his only daughter, Cassandra. He has requested aid from Delphos in selecting the most appropriate candidate. Okay. <clears throat> the task here is to attend the banquet in secret and evaluate the suitors and then advise him on the most suitable person for his requirements. Well, it's not what I expected. No. Yeah, no, that sounds fine. I understand it's a very different task to what you might have been expecting, but this sort of real-world diplomatic experience doesn't come around that often, hmm. and you should be grateful that you have such a chance. No, yeah. I'm definitely grateful. Sounds fun. 
the task will require each of you to play a set role, which will be decided by the Academy after you're questioned by each of your mentors. Um, and your performance in the task will be graded based on how well you perform the role you're given. Okay. Right. You are not permitted to purchase any additional equipment for this task, but if there's anything you think you may specifically require to carry out your role, then you may speak to your mentor. How long do we have to complete this? Like, when does he need an answer? It'll be... Essentially, I think, 24 hours from the time you reach there. Okay. It's a one-evening event. There will be suitors attending from across the continent. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Yeah, sounds... Exciting. Yeah. It just feels pretty high stakes. This is like... This is a real woman's marriage we're deciding on. Yeah. Wow. But that means that we're going to put her all into it. Yeah, of course, obviously. Just like... It's very different to the elaborate. Yeah. yeah. But like Master Arwen said, it's going to be high stakes when we go into the, the like, quote-unquote real world. Yeah. We're good judges of character. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. And we'll pass you over to your mentors to <clears throat> ask the questions. The three of them are just sort of sitting there at the back, like, mm-hmm, waiting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this jittery man to get his spiel over. <laughs> yeah, just, just like, come on, Sebastian. <laughs> Spit it out. Poor stuttery man. Mm-hmm. Love him. <laughs> Alexander speaks first. He's like, are you sure you're feeling up for this? Oh, yeah. Ask. Yeah. Absolutely. Good. Good. That's good. Mainly, we want you to consider what you think your skills will be put to best use doing during an event like this. And from there, there are a few positions and roles we've been discussing for you, but we will make a decision based on where you think you'll be best placed. Okay. So this is to be an evening event. Don't replace like, basically it's a banquet. (laughs) (laughs) Big meal. Dozens of fancy rich people, and they're all going to be trying to impress the same woman. So, find out their air their dirty laundry. Alexander's like <laughs> big eye roll. <laughs> Maze, I'm sure you can already think of a few things that you could be put to use doing. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. There's definitely some things you've got skills for. Yeah, but what about the other two? I'm a people person. Yeah, you are. I'm good at talking to people and getting them to open up. You're very social. Yeah. Maybe a guest of some sort? Yeah. And Pandora? Uh, She looks a bit stuck for a minute. Well, I guess this is as good an opportunity as any to practice being an advisor in the out in the field, so to speak. I'd say that's a good answer. Right. <clears throat> With that in mind, it sounds like you're already leaning towards the roles that we had been discussing. Pandora, I would like you to get close to Cassandra. Okay. She won't know that you're there in this capacity. Mm. So perhaps you could pose as an advisor to the city 
who has been sent to help with this arranged marriage. Um, okay. I can sh- I'm sure you can use your charms to befriend her. I'll do what I can. Right, Icarus. <laughs> You're gonna love this. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, I'm not gonna love this. I know you love dressing up fancy. So I was thinking I'll send you in there as one of the suitors. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? What? As a suitor? I think that's a great idea. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I thought I was just kicking. <laughs> oh, I bet you scrub up real nice. <laughs> sure, okay. You're gonna need a fake name, you're gonna need a fake identity. But what better way to discuss with the other suitors who they think is the best, what problems they have between them, and get close to them. Right in their inner circle, exactly. Yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> he looks very pleased with himself in like a, a smug, I've done this to annoy you kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Love him. <laughs> so much. So much. So just like, Maze, I won't beat around the bush, I won't put you on the staff. I figured. We've been informed that Lord Krios's household staff won't know of your presence, but his head of house will. Mm-hmm. So she can be your contact, get you access to whatever space you need to within the villa. Mm-hmm. Do you have any questions? Um, will we need to be keeping up these personas the whole night? Or like, will we have somewhere where we can sort of tail off into and discuss? As I understand it, Kraos will provide accommodation for you, so I'm sure you'll be able to find a private space. Alright, no problem. Yeah, it's probably an idea that we keep in communication. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure if you two are having a conversation and someone comes to serve you drinks, it's not going to look out of place. It's not, but I don't know how much an advisor would be speaking to just one particular suitor. Yeah. I'll probably have to speak to all of them. Spread it out. Yeah, we'll figure out the area. We gotta get a chance to go and actually get used to the layout of the house first. Well, yes, we thought we'd send you up there early. Um, it seems the event is taking place from late afternoon onwards for a whole night and then into the next morning. Mm-hmm. We send you up there early afternoon. You can speak to Krios, make yourselves familiar. Okay. That sounds good. You have a day and the rest of today to prepare. Okay. So you can dwell on your questions and bring them to us individually if you want to. Let us know what you think you need. Yeah. Alexander, can I talk to you like as we go, like in private? Of course. We'll catch you later. Mm. Right. Is there anything else you want to ask your two mentors before Alexander heads off with Pandora? Is there anything I'm gonna need for being a suitor? Like, you said I gotta get up dressed fancy, so. Mm, yeah, I think it's a common practice at this sort of thing to give a gift to the family. Gift. So have a think on that. People okay. do like a dozen horses or like a new chariot. Okay, I, do, I don't know if you've realized this. <laughs> I don't got that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we could sort something out. Just think about what you'd like to give and then we'll arrange it. Don't bankrupt the school. <laughs> 
I'm very small, I have no money. <laughs> you can imagine the sort of stress I am under. Okay, give me like a half hour. Or like a whole afternoon. Take your time, okay? Okay. <laughs> I don't have any questions, but I figure that we should talk. Yes, we should talk. So, you will split your separate ways. Citra will take you to her office, Alexander will take you to his office, and Lorikai will head to the cafe. <laughs> <laughs> the man wants his tea. I'll head with him to the cafe because I want to go do something in town. Okay, nice. Pandora, you head down to Alexander's bookshelf-lined office with the armchairs, he flicks a hand at the fireplace and gets it going, steams the tea, and he's like, what did you want to speak to me about? Um, I feel like going in looking like myself is probably going to be a bit of a giveaway. Like, I can't really blend in very easily. Mm. I had thought about this. Yeah, I know there's spells for that sort of thing, but like, you need to keep recasting and recasting them, and that's going to like provide room for mistakes. I understand. I had thought about this. I thought about maybe you should pose as your sister. I thought about but that maybe. There is always a chance that there will be someone there who knows her personally. Yeah. Speaking of which, I, I'm sorry to go off tangent for a moment, but she's engaged. She just <laughs> sent me a letter. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, she sends her love. Tell her congratulations from me. I will. Is she doing well? Yeah, she's doing amazing. I'm so pleased to hear that. <laughs> tea? Please. She pours you a tea and puts it down. There is something I can give you. Okay. I did think about this and I thought, I won't give this to you unless you ask, but seeing as you brought this up. Mm. The particular charm you're thinking of that enables you to disguise yourself, you're right, it does wear off fairly mm. quickly and you would spend most of the night trying to keep that up. Mm -hmm. But it can be enchanted into an item. Okay, I had heard about that like theoretically, but I didn't know if that was the case. I do have one prepared. You do? We've had a few days to think about this. <laughs> okay. If that is what you want to be doing, then you are more than welcome to it. I think it probably be a good idea, like especially as arcane sort of innate resource is only, it only goes so far. You're right. And he goes to his desk and opens a drawer, like he was absolutely prepared for this to happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it takes out a small black like jewelry box, sort of not small like a, a ring box or a bracelet, but like a necklace size, mm -hmm. and brings it open, over and opens it up for you. Inside you see a necklace of a simple woven gold chain, several ornate stones and smaller chains hanging off the neckline, and a small but gem-studded firefly pendant hanging off it. I mean, I was expecting like a coin to go in a pocket or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> this is slightly more significant, but if you're going to be posing as an advisor, then you should have something nice to wear. Thanks. <laughs> Beautiful. So what, I just put it on and like it'll change me into someone else? You'll need to attune to it and mm -hmm. decide what you want yourself to look like. Mm -hmm. But then the disguise will stay up as long as the necklace is on. Wow, that's really good. Here, do you want to try it? Sure. <laughs> Please. He will sweep your hair out of the way, take the necklace out and drape it around your neck. She gets a bit flustered. <laughs> 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 He brushes his fingers over her shoulder, like... 
plus the necklace. Let's go. He's very, seemingly very good at not reacting to getting <laughs> flustered around him. He's had years of practice. Mm. <laughs> yeah, sort of hangs like down past your collarbones. Little firefly pendant in the center sort of sparkles as it catches the firelight. It's beautiful. Mm. And you can feel like a thrum of arcane energy on it. Mm-hmm. You have to spend some time with it and decide how you want to look. Oh well, I need to think about it. Like what would be kind of inconspicuous. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. Yeah, I'll write to my sister and tell her he's a fellow. <laughs> and if you need um anything else before the exam, then yeah, I will. I'll have a think. See if there's anything else I can come up with. Great. I'm just going to head in, like walk with Lorikine and okay. split off from him and go to do that thing we discussed. Yes. Okay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> just the one? Yeah. Okay. Then I'll do the other ones myself. Nice. Hmm. Cryptic. Secrets. Secrets. <laughs> <laughs> You're told it will probably be two or three days. I present the I do what I want card. <laughs> like, they look at it and look at you and look at it. Yeah, put it on the Delphos tab. And sign it. Cool. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Maze. Uh, I'll tell Citra. You t- is there anything you leave out? Um, no. So you tell her everything, you tell her what that she said what happened afterwards and about yeah, the potential like, power thing. Yes, like that I am not aware of what he means yet, but that he seems amicable to like actively helping us. Mm-hmm. Make an insight check. Mm. 19. She tries to hide it very well, but you can see like visible concern. Okay in her features that she like she's doing very well to keep them completely stony but she can't hide it from her eyes that she's not entirely comfortable with this Mm. but she's she accepts what you say and appreciates that you're telling her and not keeping it to yourself Mm. and just asks you to be careful and keep her updated as you find out anything else of course i will good i'm sure this will It's gonna work. I hope so. It's fine, Sidra. You're very... You can be very blasé about things, Mez. And you need to... consider sometimes that... not everything is gonna breeze past you as fine. But if I keep breathing, it's more likely. It's not always true. Okay? Yeah. I'm just doing my best out here. I know. Well, thanks for getting that all sorted out. 
anything I can do to help you? Yeah. Hey, if I, I ever owe you a favor sometime. You That's call not me how it that. works. No, but you call me up on it. I will. Now you have a second task to be. You have a second task to be preparing for. Yeah, I've got some stuff I want to do, and then I'll go focus on that. Good. Now bugger off. <laughs> I have classes to teach. I have stuff to do. Well then, bye. Well then, bye. I'll see you later. I'll see you later. <laughs> see you first. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> um, and then I just got a couple like errands. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna write two letters. Yeah. One to home. Mm-hmm. One to Sasu. Okay. Uh, and pick and press some flowers from my little garden and just put one in each. One for grandpapa and one for girlfriend. Um, <laughs> nice. What do you tell your parents? Is that anything like? Is it sort of just a skim of what's happened? Yeah, I'm not it, telling no. them about the spooky. No, no. Shit. no I mean, I like, just... do you tell them you have a girlfriend? <laughs> I, yeah, I tell them that I'm doing my final exams. I've made some really cool friends. I have a girlfriend, and things are going really well. And I can't wait to see them again. Nice. Mm. And then I want to go into town and see if I can find, like, a fancier, like, um, armourers. Okay. And basically present them with the, the constellation-y skin. Ah, yeah. And ask if they can do something with it. You find your way to Murray's Armour Outfitters, a small shop, sort of other side of the Colosseum, away from the main square, that says it deals specifically in exotic and enchanted items. You bring it in and you see a minotaur behind the counter, Um, and then you see a halfling running around as well (laughs) doing something behind the counter, and the two of them look up at you, look at each other and like, welcome! Hi! Welcome! Hi! (laughs) What can we do for you? Um. So, came across a really strange creature the other day. Um, I had this rummage around and pull out, essentially, yeah. the pelt, and I took some of its teeth as well. Okay. Um, I got these parts from it, and I was just wondering if they could be fashioned into some sort of either armor or bracers or leg braces. It seems. Let me take a closer look and bring it over the counter. Yeah gets out a few like different like magnifying glasses mm-hmm. and put some things on their glasses to take a closer look and just after a minute or so it's just like you know I've never seen one of these in person really like my friend said it seemed kind of magical but yeah I don't know what it does yet but I'm sure it can be worked into something okay what are you most after <sighs> what are you Interested in what's your skills? Uh, I'm <laughs> I'm studying at Delphos, as you might be able to tell. Um, I'm interested in infiltration and striking without being seen. Interesting, interesting. Okay, and I'm not sure whether we could work it into an armor, but perhaps another clothing item. Yeah that would help you with those particular skills. Yeah, I appreciate that. What's your budget? 
the school pays for it and I pay them back. So. So no budget. <laughs> Dangerous words, but maybe. Just so I know what we're limiting ourselves to with enchantments. I don't want to bankrupt the school. Well, yes, I understand that. Is there an upper limit? What, how much do you think it's <laughs> Look, enchanted items can go from 400 gold to 1500 gold to 10,000 gold. How much are you willing to work to pay back, basically? Let's say no more than 2,000. Good to know. We can, if you leave it with us, work it into something, mm -hmm. let you know when we've come up with a plan, mm -hmm. and then let you know when we've done it. Okay. I'll be back for some, some sort of consultation then. <laughs> Takes your name and mm -hmm. says that they will contact you at the school when it's time. Okay. Appreciate it. As <laughs> <laughs> so we're heading back out of the, of the shop, you sort of cross over into the plaza and like, have I really just done that? And you just bump straight into Icarus. <laughs> hey! 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 Spider-Man meme. <laughs> you good? Yeah. What are you doing out here? Errands. Uh, fair. Yeah, I just thought I'd draw off that fancy skin. Oh, right. See if I could make anything with it. What are you doing out here? I came out for tea with Larka. Oh. Just heading back now. I missed the tea. Shame. He's still there, everybody will catch him. No, that's alright. Alright, let's head back. Let's, come on. You head on back to the school. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have the rest of the afternoon, so a couple more hours of the afternoon, the evening, and the next day, in which to study for exams, prepare for the second task. Is there anything in particular anyone's doing? Revising. Revision. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I will go to Lorikai with my plan of what I would like to take with me as a suitor. Okay. So you go to Lorikai, knock on his apartment door. He's like, it's open. It always is. You should probably like that at some point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, I gotta take something as a suitor, right? But I thought I'd tell you it now so that... Sure. What you thinking? Okay, so... What? Wait. Gets out his grading book and flips the <laughs> Grading your thoughts. Mm. Okay. I'm just gonna pretend you didn't do that. <laughs> so... Put the pen down. <laughs> so he is big in agriculture. He's got like a monopoly here in Erin, right? Yeah. And trades in and out. I know that there is a spell that can be used to help with that. Okay. And it's a small gesture, but I think I would like to take, as a potential suitor, a box with a seed in it that has that spell attached to make the area around it be able to grow for a whole year. I see what you're getting at. Writes it down. And. Also an everlasting flower. Okay. Well, I'm not just giving him a gift, if I have to go there. 
That's very sweet of you. I'm not sure that's how it usually works, but sure. Speak to speak to Alexander about the seed. Okay. Um, and the flower, I guess. You know, that's not really my thing. Sure. I thought I had to sell you first, but no, no, no. It's good. I like it. Um, I think it's a good idea. Okay. Great. Thanks. Can I slide of hand try and put the ten gold back in? His like one of his drawers or something. Yes, you can. Nice. I mean, you can try. I'm a try. Sort of talking to him, like leaning on his kitchen counter. Mm-hmm. That's a twenty-two. Oh, you only got a sixteen. <laughs> he does not see you do it. Nice. So I put the ten gold back in one of his drawers. Okay. Sneaky. <laughs> He chats with you a bit and then lets you get on with it. Um, completely unnoticed that there's 10 gold in his drawer. <laughs> Whether he'll ever find that, who knows? <laughs> he will. <laughs> okay. Cool. Now let's go back and study. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anyone else doing it before? The only particular thing that Maze wants to practice, aside from revising, is like, we'll enlist some of the other Kalida students, like probably, um, Theron, seeing as they've seen him recently, um, and just someone else, and basically be like, can you guys have a conversation, and I'm gonna come listen to it, but I wanna know whether you see me or not. Okay. Like, tr- essentially trying to train, not being noticed, and being able to eavesdrop. Mm-hmm. Theron helps you, and a high elf in your house called Ep, Epimatheus, okay. just goes by Ep, <laughs> a slim-built high elf, Shoulder length, wavy white hair, and honey yellow eyes, dark sort of under eye bags, mm-hmm. um, circle framed glasses, and little scar under the right right eye. Um, quite a shy sort of in first impression, but mm-hmm. you know that he's a little bit judging. Um, the two of them just like stand around having a conversation and give you as much time as you want to, mm-hmm. like be gone from their peripherals yes. before you try and sneak in. So. Make a stealth check. Cool. I'll take off the boots of Elven Courage because I figured that I will not be able to wear them as staff. True. Uh, Dirty 20. Ooh, this is a crit! (laughs) So, you get quite close in Mm -hmm. the first one, but after a short while of you standing there looking inconspicuous, Mm -hmm. Ep looks up and is like, I can see you. Try again then. Mm. <clears throat> okay, they give you a bit more time. Let's have a stealth check. Uh, Sixteen. Okay, they don't see you for a while this time. Mm-hmm. Make a perception check. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, you pick up a short part of their conversation. They're talking about. Well, Ep is talking about who he's thinking of taking to the winter dance. Theron is looking distressed at this level of small talk. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable! <laughs> um, and you managed to pick that up for, yeah, for a good few minutes before they both sort of look around to see whether you're there because they're expecting you. And mm-hmm. like, that was good. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for helping out. No problem. And you guys can do this. Yeah, like, do it like a times. few more times. Just to make sure it's all good. And then go back to revising. Nice. Pandora. So Pandora will be revising. <laughs> we'll also attune to the necklace. Okay, nice. 
you take an hour, you sit down with the necklace and sort of vibe with it. And you vibe with it quite hard because you know, just have the memory of Alexander clasping this around yeah, your neck. Yeah, getting the butterflies a bit. <laughs> <laughs> getting um, a bit fluttery. Getting a bit fluttery and you just feel it sort of like latch on the way magical items tend to when you attune to them. Mm-hmm. What are you choosing as your disguise? I guess you'll sort of stand in front of a mirror and sort of think about it. Consider like what will be not too conspicuous. Yeah, not I'm, as conspicuous as a tiefling. I imagine it's standing in front of a mirror as you're attuning, because it takes an hour to yeah, attune. Yeah. You can just kind of like try, try some, a few different things. Yeah, try some like golden hair, some black hair, different looks. Nineties mm-hmm. montage, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the nineties mirror montage, but yeah. it's Pandora choosing her disguise. Mm-hmm. She'll just go with a medium height, honey blonde half elf. Okay, nice. And you sort of settle on this image in your head finally and look back into the mirror and there you are. Can there you change your voice with disguise self as well? No. No. Right. That's down to performance. She will try out different voices as well. Bless her. Make a performance check. Oh boy. Not great, Bob. Four. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's say you slowly start to get a handle on it over the rest of the entire afternoon. <laughs> so you you realise like, hmm, I should probably try and do something about speaking with a different voice. Mm-hmm. And trying to get a handle on doing a different accent takes you like until the evening. Okay. And you you can revise as you do it, lying down, just like reading things out of your book. <laughs> different voices. And different yeah. voices. <laughs> um, you're not sure how possible it is, but paired with a different face, you think oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And um, if she doesn't have time that night, she will get up early in the morning to go to, I guess, um, there must be like an arts department or something. Yeah. With like kilns and everything and mm-hmm. um, what's it called, like forges and furnaces. Yeah. She will make the vials that she needs for her alchemy exam, which is like right after this task. Yes. <laughs> so it's done. Okay. She'll take, well, like infusing like magic into the glass as she's. Make an arcana check, add your proficiency. Uh, arcana plus three, so plus nine. Oh! 28! (laughs) The best glasses anyone has ever seen! There are a few of the students in like the the area with the kiln just doing various crafts, because as you know you have to take a craft as one of your your lessons here over the years that you're here. Um, And some of them just kind of stop what they're doing and look at you literally just blowing this glass into like these incredible crystal vials different colours, brimming with arcane energy you haven't done this for a while mm. but it all just comes back to you like riding a bike yeah. it's just like okay yeah I know exactly what I'm doing and yeah. you blow out these beautiful crystal vials just kind of chill with it all, it's like oh this is actually kind of nice to be taking <laughs> almost a break <laughs> somewhere Papatucci looks up from his work and sheds a single tear yeah. <laughs> so, with that score as well, you're like so completely focused that you just like don't realise there's a few people watching as you continue to try different voices staring at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like shaping the glass, like trying different accents out. <laughs> um, yeah, and that only, it doesn't take you that long. Nice. I don't know how long glass blowing takes, but like a few hours as opposed to like a half day. Yeah, yeah. Should have got up early to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, how many do I have? Um. Roll a d8. Who's gonna not let me down today? One. <laughs> Come on, Steph, don't let me down. 
Five. Okay. You've got five. Cool. So when it comes to taking your exam, you'll have basically you'll be doing checks and such to see how well it works. Mm -hmm. If it messes up, you'll have five chances. Okay. That's nice. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I will try to remember to put that in when we're mm. not filming. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Anyone doing anything else in the morning? At some point, I'll go to Alexander and ask about those magical items. You knock on the door of his office. He calls you in and then looks surprised that it's not one of his students. <clears throat> Hello. Hello. What can I do for you? Uh, Lorikai told me to come speak to you about getting some items for this task that's coming up. Okay. So there's a... I know there's a spell that some people can do that makes uh, land really good at sprouting crops. Another one. Yeah. Um, I want. I wanted to know if you could infuse like a seed with it, hmm. and potentially make a everlasting flower too. Something that just wouldn't get touched by death. I. I'm up for the challenge. <laughs> Please take a seat. Sure. I'm guessing you have like a seed and a flower with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> he will be flicking through books on his desk for a while, going over this. I'll revise quietly when he's doing this then. <laughs> Whilst I've got you here. Yeah? I wanted a word about Pandora. Okay. I wanted to ask... I haven't seen her... She's not usually very social. And I just wanted to make sure that she's doing okay. It's really the first time that I've seen her spending any significant time with anybody. Really? Yes. I can't see why. She's great. She just... I'm sure you've already gathered. Works too hard. Yeah. And doesn't usually get on with other people that easily. I worry that she socialised more with me in the last couple of years than anyone her age. And there's nothing wrong with that. She's a, I'm good friends with her, but there's also dozens and dozens of other students here. <laughs> and you two really seem to have changed something in her. Pandora's really great. And I don't know, I feel like maybe she doesn't see it as much as everyone else. I can see that. And maybe that makes her nervous with other people i'm not i'm not too sure but it's been nice spending a lot of time with her she's a really really good friend and i'm glad to have her on my team for this that's good to hear her older sister was far more confident and it's not there's anything wrong with not being so extroverted but it has been harder for me to understand what she needs in order to push herself further. Mm. I'm sorry, this shouldn't be on you as a No, 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 not at all. I think the chances to prove to herself that she can do this. Yes, that's always the way. Because I completely believe that she can do anything she puts her mind to. She's one of, she's so She's exceptionally talented. Yeah. And <laughs> she has no idea that she far out excels what her older sister ever achieved. 
Well, she's a shining star, all right. But I think that she needs to see that for herself. Mm -hmm. But, like I'm happy to be your friend. I'm glad. Just keep an eye on her for me. Sure. I want to see her thrive, and... I'm aware that the three of you are probably going to be finishing here in a couple of weeks forever, and... I will continue to be her friend, but I can't be her mentor for any longer than that. Mm. Don't worry, I think she's gonna do great. Good. <laughs> he goes back to working on the seed and the flower, and it's after a while he's like, just leave this with me, it's gonna take hours. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> do you want me to get you a tea? Oh, I'm good. And he just sort of waves his hand towards the teapot and it just starts steaming immediately. <laughs> See, that's so cool. Okay. <laughs> I'll just go and do my studying then. Just mm. a few for the tasks that are coming, or my things that are coming up. And he will later on have the seed in the flower delivered to your dorm room. Nice. Um, with a note that says, the seed will commence working as soon as it's planted. Please convey that message. <laughs> <laughs> do not plant by accident. <laughs> Okay, the day passes. Do the three of you find each other at any point, or are you just like deep in your studying? Mostly deep in preparation, I suppose. Like, I'm um, guessing we'll know a time to meet up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It needs to be like fairly early the next day. Um, so you pass another night of sleep. Um, you're as prepared as you can handle being and you were given, you two, given some time to find appropriate clothes that you want to wear. Um, you're told that you'll be provided with something when you get there. And they send you in a carriage. The carriage takes you out of Erin city walls and through the irrigated fields, straight across the fields to the east. You see long stretches of irrigated farmland, open fields, twisting olive trees in perfect rows, and before long you can see the large villa from a distance. As you approach, you can make out the sloping terracotta roof, a white colonnade stretching all the way around the front of the house, a horseshoe-shaped building and a raised courtyard in the center of it. You can see luscious greenery, marble walkways and fountains and statues surrounded by trees, fresh green grass, things that are like not commonplace in the Erin area, but it's clearly a very, very well-kept villa. The carriage drops you off at the front steps. There's like hedges all the way around the outside, a large front gate. And waiting there, you're met by an older woman who looks to be human, but with some halfling in her, unusually tall. She has dark curls teased into a huge mane about her head and a wide smile on her overly made up face. She introduces herself as Greta, head of the household staff, and says Hi, that Lord Krios has been waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too. Pleasure working with you. Mm -hmm. Please do come on inside. Yeah, sure. This place is incredible. It's beautiful. Greta leads you inside up the front steps to the courtyard. You see this sprawling courtyard in front of you with like slabs of flagstone around rows of hedges, stretches of fountains, um, statues down the middle. 
and ahead of you you see huge wooden doors and like windows into the inside of the building and then the building sort of curves around the entire courtyard but she takes you directly into a door to the right immediately you're struck by how light and airy the inside of the villa is sunlight is bouncing off polished mosaic on the floors and the walls are adorned with huge portraits and gilded frames you see images of farmland a era in its antiquity the imperial palace before it was taken down and became the imperial plaza yeah, you see a scaled down statue in one sort of alcove as you're walking through the hallway of the Colossus of Eren, which was a mighty statue that stood at Eren's gates some 400 years ago, built to be called to Eren's aid in times of war. You know that nothing remains of it at the gates now, except for the head which can be seen in one of Eren's museums. What? <laughs> so cool. Greta <laughs> um, leads you a few doors down into a reception room with more decorations on the walls, but little furniture beyond a few tables decorated with intricate patterns in gold, and animal-legged Klein couches, one of which is occupied. You see Greta bow in greeting to the occupant and say, My lord, your guests, and gestures to you. We'll also bow in greeting. Ahead of you, you see Lord Krios, a stout human man, looking to be in his late fifties, with white hair and a thick beard. His tanned skin is lined with age, he stands to greet you. He's quite short, like five-five-ish. You must be the students that they sent. Very well. Please seat yourselves. You have much to discuss. Thank you, sir. <clears throat> he sits back down on his couch. We'll and take seats yeah. around and introduce ourselves. It's good to meet you all. Greta stands like respectably to the side, but silent, but not leaving. First, if you could tell me what you've already been told. We're here to see some suitors of your daughters and help you decide who's the appropriate match. Perfect. Cassandra is my pride and joy, my only child. Her mother is no longer around, so it falls onto me to have to find her the most appropriate husband. What would you deem the most appropriate husband for her? Yeah, is there anything in particular that you're looking for? That's a good question. There are quite a few criteria, I suppose. I'm willing to keep an open mind, but seeing as this is a an arranged marriage, it would best suit our family if it was financially beneficial or politically beneficial. Would we know arranged marriages to be quite common? Yes, yes. It's not an infrequent thing at all. It's quite often marriages are arranged to produce heirs or for some sort of, particularly in the upper classes, some sort of political exchange or trade exchange. And it's not seen anywhere as like a, oh gosh, I wish there wasn't arranged marriages. This is quite a long time in the past. Yeah, trying to away with the modern notion of, mm-hmm. no, you must marry who you love. Yeah, like, yeah, it's common that someone would marry for political reasons and then take a mistress, for example. Mm-hmm. Right, it's um, probably quite romanticised anyway of like, yeah, the whole shebang of like this big party where people come and meet you and oh, mm-hmm. yeah, precisely. Mm-hmm. Like this wouldn't be shocking to you by any merit. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. It's also. It's important to me that Cassandra is able to produce an heir as the only 
child in my family and my brother has no sons either. We want to make sure that the Krios household and our empire can continue. Is she the eldest of yours and your brother's children then? No, but as head of the household, our line would come first mm -hmm. before his. Mm -hmm. My agricultural business is largely contained to the west, and if a suitor offered me some sort of opportunity to expand it elsewhere on the continent, that would be beneficial. I understand that there's suitors coming from all over Cardera. Yes, we have some coming from the far north, Marlborough, Elanithel. That far away, my gosh. This is a household that worships Pelor. Mm -hmm. So Pelor is a bonus. A bonus. I wouldn't say a strict requirement, but Pelor, Avandra, these are the deities of our trade. Of course. Would there be any deities that if the suitor were to worship them, that would sort of be a point against them for you? Or is that not something that you're too bothered about? How familiar are you with the Pantheon between you? Pretty familiar. Any particular deities like Tiamat, for example? Yeah. <clears throat> Not widespread worship of our, our god of greed, but that would be a, a definite strike on the negative side. Of course. <clears throat> I don't... I can speak honestly with the three of you while you do this. I'm not looking for a suitor who wants to use this marriage to be more beneficial to them than it is to our household. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't want someone who's looking to absorb our business mm -hmm. and make it their own for generations to come. Mm -hmm. You're looking for a partnership. A partnership or someone who's willing to hand the reins over to us. Okay. And of course, I want Cassandra to be happy. <laughs> what kind of reading do we get off this guy? Like, yeah. what vibe did he give off? Um, we can be inside check. Yeah, I'd like to know if he just told the truth about wanting her to be happy. <laughs> or just like, with a... We sort of gel with things he's saying. 15. I do, because that's a one, a nat one. Uh, that's a 14 for me. 15. Okay. He... He seems genuine and very charismatic to speak to. He's sort of oozing charisma and you're quite taken with his words mm -hmm. okay yeah i mean this all sounds great mm -hmm. it's definitely things that we can look into and discover and come yeah, back and fade back right. to you myself and greta here are the only two who'll know mm -hmm. of your purpose in the household of course um, have you been told as well what roles we'll be taking whilst we're here i have Cassandra ha is now expecting an advisor from the city to aid her in this search. Of course. The rest of the staff have not been informed who you are, but they are aware that somebody else is coming to join them. Okay. As for yourself, perhaps we can have a conversation later on. Who you're planning to say that you are? Of course. Basically, we haven't wanted to inform anyone else because rumours of your presence will spread amongst the suitors and it's utmost important to me that you evaluate them without 
the strangers performing for you. Who knows what they'd say if you, they knew you were judging them. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. I want the truth. We can do that. Mm -hmm. Good. I don't know the identity of everybody who's coming. We put the word out to many families and not everybody is RSVP'd. <laughs> but there are a few that I can tell you about up front. That would be helpful. Or you can let us know if you have any favorites with these ones. I'm aware of Lord Stelios Peleus. He's from here in Erin. We know each other well enough. He's a stud farmer, got a noble title deed. I don't find him particularly impressive. He's far too attached to his horses. But he's coming regardless. He's not a terrible match, but... Not the most favorable. Not for Cassandra. Fair. There is, from Eleneth, oh I know nothing of this man, but a Viscount, Gaius Carnifex. I know that he is supposedly related to royalty, but apart from that, I couldn't identify him in a crowd. <clears throat> from Shadeborn, a knight. Comes from old money, apparently. Hmm. Sir Dion, I believe he's called. We received a letter saying he was coming, but beyond that, I have never heard of him. Okay. There is Voltus. Voltus Amaria. He's a landowner here who owns vineyards outside the city. His father was renowned for his prowess, impressing the upper classes. I think he's a good man, but perhaps his his industry might be a bit too local to benefit my business. Mm -hmm. It's not getting a foothold elsewhere if we're only stretching a mile down the road. And the last one I know is coming. Anias is the son of a merchant fleet owner and a childhood friend of Cassandra's. He's grown up to be quite a remarkable man, but I'm again not entirely convinced that marrying into Anias' family would bring much benefit to us, seeing as we already have such a close network. I know his father well. He's a good man. He'd be a good match and I think she'd be happy. I'm confident there's probably someone who can benefit the family better. Is he the only one that Cassandra has met, or has she met any of the others that you know are coming? As far as I know, she will have met Stelios, maybe when she was younger. Um, she doesn't involve herself much in the business. Focuses more on her schooling. But she doesn't know the others. Okay. This is all good information for us to keep in mind, thank you. Mm -hmm. Does she have any particular ambitions? Like, you say she doesn't involve herself much in the business that much, but is she going to at some point? Or would that be the role of whoever she marries? The role of her husband. She has expressed disinterest in taking over the business. Okay. But you can speak to her more about that yourself. I will. And I will say, last thing, he looks at the three of you quite sharply. <clears throat> My daughter is a very, very beautiful woman. Don't get any ideas. 
Of course not, that's not what we're here for. Not no. at all. Good. And then he smiles. <clears throat> Greta can show you to where you will be accommodated overnight. Much appreciated. You, sir, you can come and find me whenever you need to. We can discuss your role here. Greta can take care of you. Yeah. And Greta will show you to Cassandra's chambers where she is with her cousin. I'd like to get a lay of the house if possible as well. Yeah, that would be helpful if we could have a little tour. Absolutely. Thank you. Hmm. I think perhaps maybe I shouldn't join you on this tour. I don't want any of those staff members to spot me walking around already. It's a good idea. Sure. If you have no further questions to him, he gestures for Greta to lead you out. Mm -hmm. She leads you up a set of stairs to the upper floor, where the corridor is lined with half a dozen doors on this particular side of the building. Some are open and you see various uniformed staff making up beds for more guests. Eventually you reach your assigned room. Greta lets you inside. Um, she tells you as you're walking that this will be whatever name you're going to give, your assigned room, but they've made it up for the three of you, mm -hmm. so perhaps best to prevent letting anyone else see, see in here. Um, you see a room as fine as any of the ones that you've passed. The wall's painted with a fresco of a landscape, very similar to the one outside, and three simple but comfortable beds laid out with crisp linen sheets, fresh, like, plump pillows, look finer than any of the beds of the Academy, for starters. <laughs> She leaves you there and says, you can take your time changing. They're expecting the rest of the suitors at like 4 p.m.-ish um, and to come and find her where you're ready. Um, and then she will make sure you all get told about where everything is in the house. Probably points things out as she's taking mm -hmm. you around um, and then leaves you in this room. Cool. Okay. How are you feeling? Holding it in. <laughs> Trying not to let it out. You're gonna do great, Pandora. Yeah, we got this. Should we talk strategy? Yeah. Yeah, smart. Um. So you should probably go and meet with Cassandra soon. Yeah, and get I'll, to know her and I'll sort of make a mental list of what she's looking for. Yeah, and try and pass that on to us at some point. Even yeah. it's a message, I guess, through. Yeah. But yeah, um, what about you? I figure I'm best just listening. Yeah? Yeah. Sounds good. And if I do get caught by anyone in a place I shouldn't be, I can be very... believable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm quite persuasive when you want to be. Sometimes. Um, Pandora goes through her stuff and brings out parchment. And mm -hmm. Is there like a desk in here or anything? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll sort of set out parchment on the desk. I figure we might always not be able to come back here altogether, mm -hmm. so maybe if there's anything we need to let the others know, like even just like little observations that we make throughout the night, like just whenever we can, we can come and write them down. Yeah, yeah that sounds good. That's a good plan. That is we should probably hide it though, just in case. Yeah, we should keep in. it like, I don't know, under one of the mattresses or something. Yeah. But Speaking of, I'm really excited to be on one of these mattresses. It looks really comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just take a minute to have fun. And yeah. <laughs> sits on the bed. And <laughs> this is a very soft and very bouncy. Mm -hmm. These are like proper like feather stuffed mattresses, whereas you're probably nice. used to straw mm -hmm. back at the school. Mm -hmm. um, this is like the softest bed that you've ever laid on. This is plush. I don't want to get up. You're going to have to. I know. You need to get your head in the game. <sighs> yeah, I should probably go and speak to uh, our lord here. 
and get my persona on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we should take that house tour. Yeah, let's let's do that quick. Yeah, you gonna get your disguise on or? Um, just in case anyone sees me, like I don't want to be seen having a tour with Maze. Well, I mean, it makes sense if you're new to the house, because otherwise it's gonna be like, hey, where's the tiefling going from? Like, yes. It's up to you, obviously. Mm. Oh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm gonna get changed in a corner. Yeah, Gretchen will have now provided you with a uniform. Yeah, and do my hair up a little bit nicer, as opposed to all the... <laughs> <laughs> you do your hair up nicer, it's still the... Little bit. Like, <laughs> won't be tamed. <laughs> and ask Greta, you say Cassandra is with her cousins? Is she going to be in the room for a while, do you reckon? Yeah, I think so. So I'd be safe to have a look around the house? Yeah. Like, yeah, let's do this quickly and like covertly. Alright, catch you guys later. Okay. See ya. Okay. Greta leads the two of you out. From where you are, she points down, like directly ahead of you, large double doors, and she says, that's Cassandra's room and Lord Kratos' room, mm -hmm. down that corridor. There are a couple other doors where you are. She says that guest rooms leads you through an archway and points out a balcony to the courtyard, a balcony to the rear garden, like baths and a wash house, plenty more guest rooms. And you find that most of this entire floor is guest rooms or rooms that have been repurposed into guest rooms for the sake of a large event. Downstairs, you're shown through down to the staff corridor and Maze, you learned that there are several corridors through the house that go like between the walls. Ooh! Yeah, uh, leading, first of all, to the staff quarters so that there's no main access to them in the house, but then also to the back of some of the rooms so you can reach the kitchen, the library, the dining hall. Um, nice. And yeah, around the back of the grand hall where you'll all be meeting the suitors tonight, you can reach all of these rooms through secret corridors. Cool. Um, there's a retiring room where typically the men would go after dinner to discuss. Um, the reception room you saw earlier is attached to a massive art gallery. A, there's a library, a pillow shrine within the house. Outside there is a pool and outdoor baths and another guest room. And you're shown around all of these spaces and then when you're ready to go and be changed and speak to Cassandra, she lets you go. Okay. I'll go back to the room then and get my disguise on. Nice. Yeah, Chris, as you're just about to come out the door, you see Pandora putting on this necklace and then whoosh, Pandora is someone else. Looking good. Just gonna try the accent. Thanks. <laughs> just got to keep this, keep remembering to keep speaking like that. <laughs> I believe in you. I'll catch you later though. Good luck. You too. You head out and you head down to Lord Krios. So he's waiting in the Grand Hall. This is a large room and you see plenty of seating laid out for the different people coming. Long tables being laid out with like a banquet of snacks essentially ahead of the main meal. And the, a large like, throne-like seat at the head of the Grand Hall. And then another one beside him for Cassandra. Another one you guess is probably for the cousin. And they're just setting up a fourth one to the side of one of the chairs, which you imagine might be for Pandora. Okay. Your home's very impressive. Thank you. No problem. 
My family has worked hard for this. I can imagine so. So let's discuss. Of course. And he ushers the staff out. He's like, we need some privacy. And just waves them away and they disappear quickly through the doors. You see them go through a door in one of the wall panels into one of the staff corridors. So, as I understand it, you to pose as one of my daughter's suitors. I am. What am I to call you? Anthony Nowak. Anthony Nowak. And who are you? I'm from Arisman Oryx. Another town? My father obviously runs a very small business out of there, usually dealing with the fish, but is willing to branch out into agriculture. Okay. Well, I would say that's enough. So tell me about yourself. Anthony. Okay. I've been pretty hard working all my life. I've always wanted to take over the business. Obviously, I've been working a bit in my father's shadow. Do you have nobility in your blood? Not as far as I'm aware. And what makes you think that you have the right to be here amongst these people? We are a hard-working family, as you yourself are. And though our house isn't as big as yours, we are hoping to get there as soon as, as soon as we can. Do you have riches? We do. We've got some trade agreements with Brian Run. Good. Well, I think you'll be fine. Thank you. It's probably best that you don't get seen too much inside the house before the others arrive. Of course. Please. Feel free to enjoy the gardens. I'd love to. I'll excuse myself. Alright, mate. Chris, now I need to write down what to- <laughs> <laughs> Pull that out of your arse, huh? <laughs> Yeah, I did! <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about yourself. No! <laughs> okay, what the fuck did I just say? <laughs> mate. Yes. You were shown around the staff quarters, mm-hmm. uh, introduced to a variety of random staff members mm-hmm. and told about the evening schedule. So at four o'clock, the suitors will be arriving and presenting themselves to Lord Krios. Mm-hmm. They'll be presenting their argument for why they are a good suitor and they'll be presenting gifts. Uh, the staff will then be required to remove those gifts to a safe place. Um, and then they expect about an hour, an hour and a half later, once that's all done, Cassandra will be meeting with each of the suitors in the courtyard while the staff prepare the banquet. She knows what you're up to here. She's not expecting you to be in the kitchen preparing the banquet. <laughs> that's kind of kind of useless to your cause. But you are more than welcome to dip in and out and pick things up to make it look like you're meant to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, just tell someone that what you're doing as you do it, so they're not like, where is the roast gone? Yeah. <laughs> Mine now. Um, and she shows you, walks you around the courtyard and says, this is where Cassandra is planning to meet with the suitors later. She will see each of them for 10 minutes only. Mm-hmm. Um, is there, like, just looking around the courtyard, is there sort of a good place, good places that I think I'd be able to hide? The courtyard itself is like, 
10 hedges and various statues, large fountains. <laughs> Definitely places you could completely dip in. Mm -hmm. And then it has some windows that when you were walking in, you assumed they were windows into the main building. But now you've been down the staff corridors, you realize the wall in the staff corridor is decorated to make a beautiful view in from the courtyard, mm -hmm. but that's actually the staff corridor. So you can sneak around inside parts of the staff corridor and look through windows, although you might not be able to eavesdrop as yeah. well. After that, the banquet will be held at 8 o'clock. Dinner will be served at seven courses in the banqueting hall. She oh, no. explains to you that there's five tables and staff will be required to remain in that room and serve guests. Mm -hmm. After that, the events will move back to the Grand Hall where there will be music and dancing for the evening and people will retire at their leisure at that point. Um, and she explains basically to make the most of those times in between when the staff have to be present. Um, and that if you have any trouble, come and find her. And she will do her best to alleviate any problems you have with other staff members. <laughs> I'm being bullied! <laughs> oh no. You get ready? Oh, you're headed to Cassandra. Yeah, um, prior to doing that, I'll sort of get dressed for the evening. She'll put all of her hair up. It's nice to do something a bit different. <laughs> you find it so strange, you might have to take the necklace off because you are doing all your hair up and you realise it's different lengths in different places yeah. to where the disguise is. She'll make it work. <laughs> Um, and we'll, before going to Cassandra's room, just take a little minute by herself to think about her sister and what she would do in this situation. Oh. <laughs> what would Sefi do? What would Sefi do? And, yeah, just try and emanate her as much as possible. Nice. Because she's very nervous. But you are able to put yourself together, take your time. There is a good few hours ahead of um, the suitors actually arriving and then you go through those main, like those large main doors to where Cassandra's room is and you immediately see her door is slightly ajar. Inside you see like a vast sprawling bedroom with a fine king-sized bed, a fireplace going, more portraits on the wall, everything draped in like fine linen fabrics and bright colours and you can see two women in there, Cassandra and her cousin who is called Hera. Both of them very, very beautiful, physically very similar, although Cassandra has elven features and pointed ears, and her cousin Hera is several years older. Both have olive skin and gingery blonde hair. Cassandra wears hers up in a neat updo. Hera lets it fall loose, it falls all the way down to her waist. And they hear you come in and look up and smile. We'll take a breath. Now, which one of you is Cassandra? That would be me. It's a pleasure to meet you. She comes over, like, holding out her hand. I'm Arena. Arena. Nice to meet you. Please take a seat. We were told you'd be coming. I'm so excited to get to know you and to enjoy this party tonight. It sounds so exciting. Are you excited? Yes. It should be pleasant. This is my cousin Hera. It's a pleasure to meet you, Hera. <sighs> so... I suppose you're here to help me choose. Well, the thing is, I want to know what you want out of this. I'm sure, I know we've spoken to your father, and we know everything that he wants out of this, but I'm here to look after you tonight. Oh. <laughs> well. I want to get to know you and get to know what you're after. 
that does make a change. This is meant uh, to be such an exciting time. Well, what do I want in a man? Just go all out, anything you want, and she'll pull out some parchment and <laughs> a quill to write it down. <laughs> Hera sits on the end of the bed and like crosses her legs and sits back in amusement watching this. And you can see a ring already on Hera's finger. Mm-hmm. Um, I want... Let's be honest, he has to be physically attractive. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm. I want a man who's going to take care of me mm-hmm. in every capacity. Spoil me rotten. Very, very important. <laughs> and I don't want to be a housewife. Okay. I'd rather be... Mm. What's the word for it? And here is like, a trophy wife. <laughs> oh, okay. I see, I see. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's the one. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be paraded around on his arm at fancy parties. Doted on. Yeah. I don't care what riches or treasures he has, I better be the treasure of his life. Mm-hmm. Nothing is more important than you. So <laughs> I have met both these women. <laughs> <laughs> these women just called me Paul. <laughs> these women accosted me in a Starbucks. Yeah. Um. Hmm. He kind of plays with her hair. I want him to be romantic. Romantic. And creative. Mm-hmm. Anything and physically that you look for? Like tall, small, mm. like muscular? Well, now you're saying it tall, muscular. Tall and muscular. Um, strong jawline. Mm-hmm. This is all like ideal world kind of thing. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, get you the closest I can get to this, but <laughs> if I know what you want, that makes my job so much easier. And a little rough. A little rough. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I a don't bit want of a, bit of a wild guy, bit of a bad boy. Yeah. Oh, my father would hate that, but you know, I just can't be doing with any of these well-to-do types. Exactly. And I'm not here for him. I'm here for you. Oh. That's so nice. I didn't think I'd have anything like this tonight. Oh, and not too religious. Not too religious. No. Okay. I can't be having a man who's like, oh, praise the gods, you're a gift to us from the gods. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Okay, okay. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not too business-minded. Not too I'm business sick minded. of all of this. Okay. My whole life, my father's just been yapping on and on and on about the business. I don't mm-hmm. care. I want anything to do with that. Okay. I've never worked a day in my life and I want to stay that way. <laughs> Would you be happy for him to go out and do the work that your father's asking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah? I don't care what he does. And you're okay if he just does what your father tells him to do, or you want him to be a bit more forthright? Mm. Or does that not really matter to you? That's not important. I get the impression mm-hmm. that my father really wants a man who is just going to bend to his will, wrap around his little finger, mm-hmm. but my father's going to be gone long before my husband. Valid. I don't want to be left with like a damp towel of a man. Okay. Mm-hmm. You want someone to hold his own. Yeah. Okay. Someone who's going to take care of you for years to come. Precisely. Love it. Love it. Love you. you know, <laughs> my mother was a beautiful elven woman, mm-hmm. and I'm going to live a substantially longer time than my father. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be taking care of this business for even a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Absolutely understandable. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Is there anything else? 
Or, I mean, that's that's a good list you've given me. Mm. I think that's a good start. That's a good start. If I think of anything, I'll tell you. Absolutely. I'm going to be with you all night. And if there's anything that you want to talk to me about, like you want some girl time away from all of that, like just to talk and like get something off your chest, or I can like give them like plus and minus points, like we'll, we'll have, oh, fun. Yeah. We'll have I, fun tonight. I definitely want your opinion on all these people. Of course. That's what I'm here for. So it seems like you're not needed here. <laughs> She's like, seems not. <laughs> no, your, your cousin's opinion is incredibly important as well, but like we say, it's all about you tonight. I'm looking forward to that. Good. Now, are you all ready for this evening, or are we doing anything else with hair, makeup? What do you think? Thing? Do I look okay? You look beautiful. My father wants me to like wear a veil. A veil? That's kind of archaic, don't you think? Well, yeah, I thought so. If they can't see my face, then how are they going to fall in love with me? Exactly. So maybe I'll wear it down there, and I'll just take it off. Do I tell you what? We can do a big reveal. <gasps> You know, I did something like that for the, uh, it was the daughter of the governor of Shadeborn. She came down the stairs in this full length veil and as she got to the bottom, it dropped and- you see her eyes just getting wider and delighted. Oh, you're definitely an expert. I'm good at what I do. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm, I'm good at what I do. What is it that you do for the council? I'm an advisor on exactly this sort of thing, like agreeable matches and marriages. Mm. Quite a niche market that we're in. There's not you see how, of us. You see how considered this for a moment? Just blankly. Oh my <laughs> god. No thoughts. Head empty. <laughs> yeah, okay. God, she's got cotton up there. <laughs> okay, well, if you need a couple of hours just to get ready, just to relax. Oh no, you have to stay and have girl time. Oh, we can have girl time? Yeah. Here's gonna do my nails. Pandora <laughs> panics a little bit at that, just like, I thought I was gonna just come in, do the spiel, and then go, but that's okay. You did the spiel too well. I did the spiel too well! Fuck! <laughs> that's fine, we'll have girl time. Can you get like some fruit patterns or something? Is that something we can do here? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> here, ring the bell. Here it just leans over to the back of the bed and just like pulls a little cord which you see goes into the ceiling and you just hear a distant bell going. Downstairs, you hear Greta like, ah, that is Cassandra's alarm. I'll send someone to go see her. <laughs> <laughs> and you have brought up a fruit platter and for the following couple of hours, she just talks at you. Pandora is withering inside. <laughs> She's not, she's not awful, she's just head empty. <laughs> says a lot, but says nothing. Yeah, yeah. it's just like, it's, it's all air. A pie with no filling. Yeah. yeah, like a really beautiful pie with no filling. <laughs> God. Um, and then in sort of the, the getting to late afternoon, sort of quarter to four, yeah, Icarus, you have to, <laughs> scramble your way outside so you can be seen arriving. I would have been like hanging out in the garden all yeah. day and just... You see like, a number of carriages and people arriving on horses at the bottom of the steps outside the villa and a stream of people starting to prepare to come in. You know it's okay to like arrive now, arrive inside. I will arrive. <laughs> um, Maze, you and the other staff like 
separate up and you are sent to the main hall mm -hmm. by Greta who's like hmm, where's the best place for you sends you into the grand hall to sort of wait at the edges with like a water jug um, <laughs> and Pandora you're led into the grand hall where you see these now four large seats like gilded seats at the front on a slightly elevated stage mm -hmm. um, Krios is sat in one of them and Hera takes her place at his side and Cassandra like ushers you over and it's like, Daddy, this is the advisor. <laughs> um, I was wishing she had her anxiety potion. <laughs> you take your seats and all of the like, torches and the braziers are lit, like hanging from the ceiling all the way down the hall. These huge columns every 10 feet or so around the outside of this massive hall. The doors open and Icarus, you're able to enter and sort of take a seat at the back. People won't be presenting until everybody's here. And slowly this stream of people come. Not everybody is just the suitor. People have come with their entourages. People have come with their staff carrying the gifts that they've brought. You see a huge number of people enter. Hobgoblins, humans, elves. You see a drow amongst them, uh, half-orcs. And your blood runs cold. And you see Alexis Leonida and his father Enter the hall. Oh god! And that is where we'll enter. Oh no! Oh no! Oh god! Oh, oh shit. no! Oh god! Oh no! Oh no! Freaking Brooklyn Nine-Nine Corgi in the bathroom! Don't blow this for us! <laughs> <laughs> oh god! We didn't disguise you! No! Adam, no! Mm. Or me! Or you, but you're good at being stealthy! <laughs> oh fuck! We wanted to drop that bomb like, yes, yes, yes! <laughs> oh, you little shit! It's fine, I'm sure it's fine! <gasps> Just... Thank you for DMing! Thank you for DMing! Thank you guys for playing! Oh my god! I'm trying not to have a mental breakdown. Yeah, oh god! Christ! Okay, I also want to thank oh god. several people whose NPCs were submitted and used to this episode. Thank you to Limey for Theron Esperes. Yeah, I'm sure Limey, you'll be seeing one of them. Thank you to Alexi Glick for Italia Katsaros, ah, the Fire Genasi. Beautiful. Thank you. To Love. Emily Hogarth for Alcyone Karras, the Half Elf. Baby. 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 To Ray for Senric Dower. Baby. Baby. Baby boy. <laughs> and although it was just a brief mention and he will come up again, thank you to Levi for Ep. That's a lot of Thank you for all of your wonderful NPC submissions. There are plenty more to come. <laughs> really helping flesh out this world and we yeah. adore them all. Yeah. Thank you so okay. much for DMing. Thank you guys for playing. I can't wait to get into this. Thank you for that bombshell. <laughs> Just let it happen. <laughs> Don't know about you, but this is making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, I'm Nix. Oh, no. We are Nix Rising. We love you. We will see you on Wednesday. No. Bye! Bye. Panic. Hello Sunbeams, it's Pandora. Quite the situation we've gotten ourselves into this week. Don't forget about our YouTube live stream on August 18th to celebrate the channel's 5 year anniversary. We will be live on YouTube from 8pm British time. 
Watch out for our anniversary fan art competition coming soon, where you can win a Dawn Bringers enamel pin amongst other prizes. Special thanks as always to our executive producers, Lisa, Steph Sharp, Caitlin Ferguson, Alexandra Johnson, Leah Moran, Adira A, and Emily Holgoth. Until next time, always do your best, and we'll see you on Wednesday.